When wine is on trial, the gossip is dishy. The judges are drunk. The verdicts are random. This is True Crimes Against Wine. Hello. Welcome to True Crimes Against Wine. I'm Topher. I'm Rachel. And we are here for another sidebar episode. Yes. Yeah, so this is where you send us questions and we will answer them. So what is our question today and who's it from? Okay. So we have a question from Christopher and our question is, should you or we or anyone be drinking champagne out of a champagne flute? Okay. This is exciting for me because I get to talk about glassware, which is, you know, one of my favorite things to nerd out about. Yes. I have an unhealthy obsession with glassware. Okay, let's hear it. There's a lot of debate about the proper way to enjoy champagne. I know that traditionally you would be drinking it out of a flute. That's how most restaurants are going to be serving it to you. But that's actually a misconception and it's not the most ideal way to enjoy it. The reason that a lot of these restaurants are serving champagne and champagne flutes is because they're dealing with so much champagne that basically what they're trying to do is preserve the bubbles Mm. as much as they can. So champagne flutes actually were made and invented in the early 1700s. And it's as they were transitioning from metal or wooden glassware or, you know, drinking vessels Uh into actual glassware. Okay. And the reason that champagne flutes work so well is that there's less surface area for the bubbles to escape. Okay. So it, it traps it in the glass. It makes for, I'm sure you know, this is one of the fun things about champagne is watching that first yeah, kind I of bubbles bubble. rise. Yeah, mm-hmm. it keeps them really compact okay. and, and constant. But the problem with it is that because of that lack of surface area, you're not getting any room for the wine to breathe, but you're also not allowing your palate and your nose to be able to interact with it. Mm. So you're losing out on all the aromas and the flavors. Okay. So it's kind of a toss up. So it stays more carbonated, but you're not getting the full experience. So like the texture is fantastic, but you really are limiting yourself. Okay. The other thing that people like to drink out of in terms of champagne, and this is actually my preferred way, Mm -hmm. is... Just a full-on tub of champagne. <laughs> that's would, what you make a bubble bath from, right? Exactly. That is right. what. That's the original bubble bath. If there I were rich, go. I would totally take champagne baths. Oh yeah. Are you kidding me? Oh, it'd be sticky though. It probably would be. Yeah. Never mind. Okay. Well, not if you use like a, an extra brute or something like that. <laughs> we'll have to try it. We will experiment and we will get back to you. So send us a bunch of champagne. Like so much champagne. I will film Topher taking a bath in it. Yes. It won't be sexual unless you want it to be, in which case send us some money along with the champagne. Please. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> I like to drink my champagne out of a champagne coupe. Ooh, okay. Glass. The legend behind this is really fun. Yes, I've, I've heard some stories about it before, so tell us what this is. So the legend is that the shape of the champagne coupe was actually modeled after the left breast of Marie Ooh. Antoinette. Not the right one. Left one's always the better one. Yeah. yeah. Is it Ashley, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> However, that's it's a cute legend, but it's not true. It was Aww. actually uh, the first ones were recorded as existing 100 years prior to that in England. Someone just had a premonition. Someone just had a premonition, I guess. <laughs> they were like, hey, there's going to be some real hot chick later on who's going to have In a different a country and yep. we're going to make a glass out of her booty. These became especially popular, though, during the 30s to the 70s. Okay. Um, for house parties and things like that. They were just seen as kind of a throwback, like elegant sort of thing. And that's a lot of my glassware is that vintage coupe style from like, the 60s I, and stuff. I do like the look of that better than a flute, I have yeah. to say. 
Unfortunately, okay. that is also not the correct way to be drinking <gasps> no, your champagne. Don't tell me, don't tell me I know. Well, so the reason is you are getting the flavors and the aromas, mm -hmm. but you are allowing those bubbles to release more quickly. Mm -hmm. So it's going to lose its carbonation more quickly. Now, okay. I don't really care about that as much because champagne coupes tend to have a smaller volume than other right. wine glassware. You're not drinking like a margarita size right. at, you know, a Tex-Mex place. Exactly. Kind of. Drink. Although I would drink champagne out of a margarita glass. Oh, we will do that too. So send us the margarita glasses along with the champagne bottles. Thanks. Thank you. So for me, it's not a big deal because I'm drinking it quickly enough that it's not right. sitting there. And also I'm a lush. You know? We know this. We, we all know this to be true. Yeah. However, if you are having some kind of fancy party or something like that, you just got to weigh up like it's definitely kind of a form over function sort mm -hmm. of thing. So you make your own decision. Also, these champagne coupes became really popular for serving cocktails in, right. which I'm sure you see in a lot of restaurants yes. as well. And the reason mm -hmm. for that is that traditionally they would have been served in a cocktail glass, also better known as a martini glass, mm -hmm. but those tend to slosh and spill. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the martini glasses. Yeah. The center of gravity is just better in coupe yeah. glasses. Mm -hmm. And it, I, I just feel like it looks so elegant. Like I, you cannot feel bad about yourself if you are drinking out of a champagne coupe. Ooh, that's a challenge. <laughs> depression you, challenge to depression challenge. I know but try it you will instantly feel like the most glamorous person in your that is circle. true I do feel extra fancy when I'm drinking out of a coupe glass. it's wonderful like yeah. even just drinking water or iced tea or <laughs> juice or something like just try it it's an instant mood elevator so that lends itself to the question what should you be drinking okay. out of the answer to that is something called a tulip glass Oh. And it's kind of a cross between a traditional wine glass and a champagne flute. It does have kind of that bulbous shape along the base of the glass. It, okay. And it does have, it's a stemware glass as right. well. So just above the stem, you've got that kind of bulbous shape. But then it narrows and tapers as it goes up to the top. Mm -hmm. So you're allowing for the oxidization that's going to give you the aroma and the okay. palate. But you're also trapping the air there so that the bubbles... Okay. That. So it's really kind of the best of both worlds. Okay, nice. Um, so truly it does look like a tulip. Yes, okay. it is shaped like a tulip. Those can be a little bit difficult sometimes to find, and they tend to be from the higher end crystal glassware oh, makers, okay. mm -hmm. like Rydell and things like that. So they can be a little bit expensive. In a pinch, if you're drinking a really, really nice champagne, Drink it out of just a regular wine glass, honestly. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I always thought it's, that was tacky. It's not at all. It's okay. You're going to get the flavors more. It's going to be kind of like the coupe glass where it runs the risk of losing a little bit of its bubbles. Mm -hmm. So I would say pour on the lighter side. Okay. Don't, don't do a big old glass of it. Um, that was you pointed can, at me. You can always refill it. Just remember that. <laughs> But that's the best way to enjoy it. And I actually have a couple of other do's and don'ts regarding okay. your champagne experience as him. well. So we already covered don't serve them in flutes or coops. I say that's a rule that you can totally break mm -hmm. depending on what you're going for in the okay. moment. Also, Prosecco works really well in flutes. As does cheaper champagnes where you don't, it's not about flavor. Right. You're going you're just, for the bubbles. going for the bubbles. The yeah, exactly. Vibe. Don't refrigerate your glassware ahead of time. Sometimes oh, people really? will do that before a party so that you've yeah. got the chilled glass, which is fine for cocktails when you mm -hmm. do want some dilution okay. happening. But what you're doing is you're adding 5 to 10% dilution to your champagne. Oh, when you, you don't want that. And you don't want that. We all, yeah. we all know that's bad. Yeah. 
if you're holding your champagne glass by the stem mm -hmm. like you're supposed to, then you're not warming your champagne up okay. with your hand. So you don't have to worry about refrigerating glassware. Do refrigerate your bottle for three hours or more ahead of time okay. in the refrigerator. Good amount of time. Mm -hmm. Or if you're in a pinch, and I do, the, I'm the king of this, where I will completely forget to refrigerate something before I'm going over to someone's house and bringing mm -hmm. champagne. You can always make an ice water bath and soak it in that for about half an hour and okay. 30 minutes. It's still 30 minutes, but that's way better than three hours, obviously. Right. Because what you don't want to do is freeze your okay. champagne. Why? What you're doing there is you're running the risk of ruining the bubbles. The way that it chills in the freezer is okay. different. Will it explode? It, no, it's just going to run the risk of being flat. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Now, if you forget and you leave it in the freezer, yes, then it will, it will, ex okay, it will okay. explode because that all of that's expanding, you know? So right. it's not even just the bubbles. Like a regular bottle of white wine would most likely pop the cork out as oh, well. Okay. Yeah. But there's so much pent up pressure inside of champagne that it probably would explode the bottle. Okay. Yeah. Don't keep your bottle standing up in the fridge for more than a couple of weeks. Oh. That's not a problem for most of us because usually we're buying champagne. It. Yeah. yeah. You consume within a very short period of time. But we touched on this a little bit when we were talking recently about wine corks. Right. And so you just want to make sure that you're keeping the cork in touch with moisture. Okay. A couple of weeks is fine. It's not going to hurt it. But longer than that, you run the risk of the cork shrinking and allowing air oh, to escape. Oh, the air to come out. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. And which is also going to turn your champagne flat. Got it. So it's best to keep it on its side. Okay. When you're, when what you're storing it. What gesture is that? Topher is making a very inappropriate gesture it's, right now. <laughs> It's appropriate to the conversation. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so also, if you're thinking about aging, mm -hmm. which, again, for most of us is not something no. we're planning for. But if you are thinking about aging champagne, you, like, find a, a great deal on a really high-quality champagne, try, if you can, and buy it in the Magnum size. That's the double-size bottle. Okay. Because the larger surface area allows it to have a slower maturation so that it becomes a more even aging and you can keep it nice for longer. So whereas, you know, if you're buying a regular size bottle, you can keep that for about 10 years or so before you mm -hmm. need to open it. You can go 15 to 30 years with a Magnum bottle. Well, it's not going to last that long. Not in my house. Right, that's not for sure. in my Yeah. House. But I mean, think about like if you did have a wine cellar or something. One day. One day. Yeah. If you would like to send us a wine cellar. We will take it. Um, I've and got then, the space for it. <laughs> we'll, we'll make the space, girl. The last don't is don't reserve all of your champagne for quote unquote special occasions. Okay. Enjoy it. Have a glass of bubbly with Monday some night. cheese and crackers. Yeah. yeah, some macaroni and cheese. Just make it every day as a celebration, basically. Oh, that's sweet. I like that. Yeah. I hope that that helped answer your question some and helped you get the most out of your champagne at home. If you have any other questions yeah. for me, send, let me know. Send it in to us. Thank you, Christopher, for this one. Yes, um, thank you. In the future, just contact us at True Crimes Against Wine, Gmail, Instagram, Facebook. Yep, absolutely. Slide into our DMs. Yep. <laughs> All right, we'll talk to you soon. Ciao. All right, bye. Cheers. Cheers.